Hello everyone, this is James Burkhart, and this is Across the Divide. Alright, I'm going to have to do another, a longer discussion about this later, um, but I want to talk very quickly because it's come up again, um, specifically Masterpiece Bakery. Uh, I, I did a YouTube video on it, and I want to kind of do this piece now. Uh, you know, we had this nice big... So they had a big brouhaha a couple of years ago. They didn't want to do a gay wedding cake. Uh, one of the things they said at the time is that they'd be very willing to sell them any other type of cake, just not a wedding cake. Because when they do that, they're part of the celebration. Uh, they're, they're part of the wedding, and, and therefore it's not uh, appropriate. And they're kind of trying to throw the same language out now, but it's because of... And I supported them in that in that decision because not not because of their language, but because of my, with my understanding of the legal principles involved, it made sense. And I have disagreed with them now because they have now rejected a trans reveal cake, a trans celebration cake, um, in which a trans woman is having a cake with blue frosting, and then on the interior is pink cake to reveal that you know. To, to, to as a, in celebration of who she is. Uh, and so they have now rejected this because then they, they would be part of the celebration and they disagree. And this starts to become really... Now they're starting to get into an interesting uh, void. And, and to explain why, I'm going to have this first talk about the wedding cake. So my argument with the wedding cake... Uh, went like this, and that uh, uh, wedding cakes, more so than a lot of, in a way that is not true of other prepared foods, are works of art. Um, and, and that you can have work of art cakes. I mean, uh, Ace of Cakes, Cake Boss, um, I, mean, I, I know there are others, I just can't remember their names. There are plenty of TV shows out there uh, that relate to um, uh, cakes, the big fancy cakes as works of art. It's a very important, uh, you know, very important kind of thing. We, we re recognize them as art. And as art, they are protected under First Amendment. Uh, they are a First Amendment concern. That is to say, we actually need to analyze, we need to consider, uh, it has, there are First Amendment implications to censoring, to, to uh, compelling or censoring that art. Um, in this case, we're talking about compelling art. They are refusing to produce that cake. We are compelling them to do so. And, and the idea is that the, the gay couple wants to compel them to do so. Now, there are a number of problems, and I, uh, I, I, I firmly continue to believe that on uh, 14th Amendment grounds, the Equal Protection Clause, um, the, the Equal Protection uh, um, Civil Rights Amendment, uh, I think it's 14th, uh, but uh, I believe under the standard of sex, uh, we we can then include we, that can be uh, clearly uh, that clearly covers gender that that could clear sorry this is a gender performance this clearly covers uh, sexual orientation 
People say it doesn't say sexual orientation, it says sex. But you have to understand, uh, discrimination over sexual orientation is inherently discretion over uh, uh, discrimination over sex. Specifically, it is discrimination of what they expect that sex to do. If you are... Um, and if we, we extend that, uh, we that this can all be, by the way, extended to gender performance um, under these same kind of principles that uh, gender performance, you know, discrimination of gender performance is entirely based upon uh, assumptions of what uh, you expect someone who presents in a certain way to do, um, or has a certain, or is of a certain biological sex, the gender they're supposed to perform. Um, so, uh, uh, tied in as well is the idea that you can't, from a gender performance standpoint, or, or from a, from a, from a standpoint of sex, you can't divorce sexual orientation from sex. You don't have a problem with that person dating another man, with that person dating a man, uh, because he's dating a man. You have a problem. You don't have a problem with someone dating another man, uh, a man, because his partner is a man. You have a problem with him dating a man because he is a man. You are discriminating on his sex. Um, and you can go through any analysis. That is the basis. So there is a Fourteenth Amendment protection against discrimination. But at the same time, there is a First Amendment defense um, to prevent you from ha being compelled to create art, from the government compelling you to create art. This is actually one of the more uh, complicated interactions um, in, in, my in my theory. And in the end, uh, well... I solved this using my theory of law, that, in the, that the law is intended to adjudicate the ability of people to self-determine. Um, and in this case, uh, forcing someone else to, make, to, to perform an action um, is the worst case. And therefore, his discrimination, whatever basis it has, when it comes to the art, is distinct from whatever discrimination he's performing at retail. And, and that's where we come into a conflict, is that cakes are also somewhat of a retail, uh, paint-by-numbers kind of uh, material. Uh, in, in this way, um, cakes are a you know, you have your cakes that are off the shelf. You just kind of go and you buy them. Then you have your 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 two order cakes, which are very simple. You know, you you've got you generally have a a, a set of op it's a little form option, right? Uh, what type of cake do you want? Do you want uh, do you want it to have layers? What's the what's the what's the you know if, if you have a two layered cake, what's the center layer? Uh, is it is it a cream? Is it a jelly? What kind of what what is it there? Uh, and then what kind of icing do you want? You know, very paint-by-numbers affair, right? Um, that, is, that is the type of 
that that is how most of us will get a cake. If we don't get a cake off the shelf and we aren't making it ourselves, we will get it from a bakery in a paint-by-numbers approach. We will not actually spend a lot of time actually going through, um, you know, going through and analyzing each step of the cake. Uh, we will not be trying to get anything extravagant. This is the type of stuff an apprentice baker will do. Um, this is not the stuff you get the cake boss to do. I mean, you might get his, his staff to do it. You know, this is the, I think, uh, American Shopper, uh, the, the, the Paul Senior American Shopper is the best. You know, this type of cake I'm discussing, uh, to paraphrase what he is, that's the stuff that pays the bills. Um, uh, and, uh, whereas the big things that the cake boss, uh, that the cake boss does, and I keep calling the cake boss because I can't remember his name, um, the big stuff that the cake boss does, that is all, like, um, the big stuff that the cake boss does, uh, I'm sure it covers itself but I'm sure there's a lot bigger, uh, it has a lot bigger relation to, um, uh, to promotion, uh, than it necessarily does, uh, to cost. And, and American Shopper, those, those, the, the, the big, the bikes that you, you saw doing, being done in American Shopper, a lot of those didn't pay the bills, you know, the, the big, the, the big, really cool bikes that you, um, theme bikes that, that they did. That stuff didn't pay the bills. Um, that was promotion. They did some cool. They did some cool things, but overall, that was that was promotion. Um, whereas, and, and to to an element, I'm sure, Cake Boss. I think his name's Buddy. I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, Cake Boss's big cakes. They're about, as much about promotion as they are paying the bills. But the other stuff, that, that's the business of, of you know, the shop. That's the day in, day out. That's what pays the staff kind of bills. Uh, and so, uh, that stuff, you can't really, you can't really discriminate against that stuff. Uh, or you, you, you can't be discriminatory on that stuff. That stuff likely doesn't have the, cre the level of creative First uh, Amendment, the level of creative expression to uh, rise to an artistic concern. Yes, it has some value, but you give them out to everyone. This is the type of cake they said. They're willing to sell to everybody, right? They said it themselves. We'll sell, we'll, we'll sell you any normal cake, but for that event, because when you get a wedding cake, you don't get one of those cakes. You get a big multi-tiered cake. You're you're if you're going to a place like, you know, Master. Oh, now I can't remember Master Chef Cakes, Masterpiece Cakes, if, or Masterpiece Bakery. I think that's what it is. If you're going to Masterpiece Bakery for for a wedding cake, you're not going for, um, you know, a white cake with buttercream frosting that says Happy Wedding. <laughs> you know, you're going. You're going to a shop like that for a wedding cake. You're going to get a multi-tiered work of 
art. Right? That's why it's so important that they go to that specific shop. If they could get this cake anywhere, if this was a cake they could get anywhere, they wouldn't need to go to uh, Masterpiece Cakes. No, they want mas the art, the, the feature they want out of Masterpiece Cakes is the art that is, that is being created by Masterpiece Cakes. And they want to compel that art to be created. That's a concern. Uh, that is a First Amendment concern. But now, so in this case, I supported Masterpiece Cakes. But now we move into the new cake, in which they do not want to do this general cake, which is a trans review. And... Admittedly, I don't know much about the cake, aside from the general description provided by those articles which have cited it. Um, but I assume uh, in these cakes that there is a very... Oh, sorry. Give me one second. So... Uh, in a contrary um, with the trans cake, all I know, it sounds like they were trying to get a standard cake. Blue frosting, representing who she was, on the outside, and pink frost and a and a pink cake and a pink cake to indicate that she, you know. Her understanding of who she really was makes sense. I don't know how it was posted. It was posed to Masterpiece Cakes or Masterpiece Bakery. Do not know at all how this was posed to them. It's clear at some point in the process she was denied. Um, I, I need to back up. Uh, there was one thing that I learned later, which changed my opinion on, on Masterpiece Bakery's position, which is specifically the position, there was an accusation that was thrown around that Masterpiece Bakery took the deposit for the wedding cake and did not cancel until shortly before the wedding. Uh which caused significant added expense um, for something that should have been known when the deposit was taken. If, if that set of circumstances was true, that is a very different, that is a, that is a breach of contract claim. Um, and actually there, it's not actually technically a breach of contract claim. There are um, there are torts, which are to say um, crimes, but they're not actually illegal. It's just a violation of um, accepted civil standards. Uh, that's generally what you, uh, uh, in, in general, a lot of the most common um, lawsuits are over generic torts. Um, and not a uh, 
and not actually uh, something in the law or in the legal code which gives you that right. Um, so, um, uh, a t- uh, in this case, there's tortuous conduct um, in which they, uh, I, I believe it's referred to something as like t- contractual reliance. That is to say, you, you formed a contract and then relied that the other person would fulfill the other end of the contract. And in the event that they do not fulfill the other end of the contract, you end up with a, um, it creates a tortuous, it, um, it, it harm, it creates a harm to you. Uh, in this case, it's actually a pretty, uh, understandable and recognizable harm. Um, uh, Aside from the the distress that this would cause, it causes a actual negative um, uh, it creates a active negative consequence financially. as I noted, this kind of a uh, this 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 reaction in theory caused a lot of According to, you know, if, if this sequence was true, if this actually happened, this sequence. Um, Last-minute wedding cakes are very difficult and very expensive to find. Wedding cakes are already difficult to expo- find. Uh, a last-minute one is going to be very difficult to find, and if you can find it, it's expensive. Um, so passing the somewhat point of no return... And then rejecting it would create a claim. It's not a civil rights claim. This is just a plain old claim that anyone can make that that was that 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 was you know a contractual reliance. Um, and so they can now sue for damages, most recognizably. Uh, most notably, likely, uh, cost of legal rep, or, or um, um, the deposit, the deposit if it was not returned, uh, as well as the full value of the replacement cake. That uh, uh, well, actually no, sorry, the added value of the replacement cake. So in a in a cake like this, they've already, you know, agreed upon a price. If this caused them harm, that harm is the additional cost to, that harm is the additional cost uh, to the cake buyers. So um, they could sue for that, likely for uh uh, and there are probably some other things a lawyer could could pull up, and likely legal fees, as a as a clear violation of the contract. So, uh, now we move back to the transgender cake. Um, 
I'm going to, I'm going to have to pose a couple examples because, um, it sounds like they refused outright. There was no deposit shenanigans with this cake. Um, it sounds like there was no, before, before they placed a the deposit down for the cake or before the cake was ordered, it was just rejected which suggests that there's probably something about the order which made them know it was for a transgender reveal. Um, the problem is, is this is not, it is the cake. Now, they might position that the cake actually had a lot, had a bunch of additional flourishes, which might make it separate from a paint-by-numbers cake. If that is true, they might be able to claim a First Amendment defense. Uh, again, but I can't, I don't know the details of the cake order, so I cannot say. Uh, I think likely it is a paint-by-numbers cake, and Masterpiece Bakery is in trouble, because this belies their earlier statement that it was about the wedding, it was about the event. Um, the, the, it, sorry, it's not a reveal cake, I keep referring to it as a reveal cake, because I keep thinking of gender... Uh, baby gender reveal cakes. This is a transgender celebration cake. Um, you're not really part of that event in that celebration. She's come out to everyone. She's not revealing herself. And that's actually the big thing. That's why I need to stop referring to it as the real veil cake. Because she's not revealing anything. The wedding is, a, is the public affirmation of your love. It is that event. Um, here, you've likely gone to all these people and you've, you've announced yourself. This is, this is you, you know, just choosing it. This isn't, this doesn't have, I don't feel, you know, if this is, again, this is why I wasn't focusing on, like, the event argument, because I don't think that actually comes through. It's, you know, a wedding cake is a very personal piece of art that you're commissioning. Um, that's where I drew it, because that's where I think the actual First Amendment stance stands. If you would make this cake for someone else, uh, that's okay. Um, if you would, if, you know, if, if you would make this cake for someone else, but not this person because this person is transgender and this cake is nothing special but a paint by numbers form cake you don't have they don't have a legal leg to stand on i don't know where they are right now there's so much that is not known i haven't been able to get much information but it came up again and it was a really great moment to start to discuss uh first amendment and 14th Amendment, and my view of law. This is a great example of that, where when the laws conflicted, I believe uh, not forcing someone to act, uh, you, know, you know, not compelling someone to do something uh, in such a conflict of rights is the correct action. Because in this case, we have a conflict of you know, rights to self-determinate, we really don't. Um, his rejection of, of their desire, yes, they don't get the cake they want, 
but it's a mild impact from that perspective on that right to self-determine. Um, and yes, we believe, and given the dis, uh, given other situations, for instance, wedding hors d'oeuvres, I'm not going to allow you to do that. A caterer who won't do a gay wedding, um, if you're not providing the cake, stuff it. Um, I mean, I still think you, the gay, the, the, uh, homosexual couple, um, who is looking for a caterer and wants to go with the cat, with the, uh, event, uh, the evangelist Christian caterer, um, you might want to give up on that dream, uh, just because it's a dangerous position to put your in, yourself in. Um, you know, uh, in general. Like, I don't like the politics of certain people, and those people whose politics I don't like, I don't visit. Um, you know, maybe there are some arguments to be made that maybe in certain areas you don't have access to that, but... Uh, so what happens is I, uh, so Masterpiece Cakes is now suing Colorado for violating their rights because they ruled against them apparently in the transgender case. It's not entirely clear. It's coming up now in relation to this transgender cake and a lawsuit against Colorado. Um, I know there was a Supreme Court win recently which notably did not actually uh, say they had the right to reject it. What they, what it said is that the, uh, uh, what it said is that the way it was decided was on uh, unconstitutional footing. Uh, you need to reevaluate without uh, the religious hostility. Um, you'll note that when I went through that, my analysis, I didn't factor religion in at all. What I was attempting to do was get away from a religious argument, which muddled things, and try to get on a much more solid ground. Um, because I dislike the idea that um, your religion radically changes your ability, you know, radically shifts who you do business with. If you don't want to be doing business with groups of people based on protected individuals, you probably shouldn't, you know, be running a business. Um, it's just a, just a, that's not a legal standpoint. That is, me personally, um, I think it's very important that you 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 know you recognize that when you have a um, I think it's important to recognize you know like we're we're getting these let me let me bring it to a different direction we're getting a lot of religious liberty laws and one of the ones that keeps coming up is doctors who don't just uh have a religious exception to certain 
certain procedures, like a doctor who won't perform abortions, for instance. Okay, that makes sense. We're talking about doctors who will refuse to treat people on their perception, right or wrong, of that person's lifestyle, regardless of its effect upon his medical treatment. So, uh, amazing, uh, um, you know, it's like, I get into a car accident. I, you know, let's say I'm a homosexual and I got into a car accident. Can the surgeon not treat me because he thinks the earring I'm wearing in, Let's say, let's, let's shift this a bit. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a homosexual. Let's actually, it's explicitly, I'm not a homosexual in this argument. Um, I am, but I wear, I have fashion choices uh, noted by uh, the ER doctor that he thinks mean I am a homosexual. So there are laws that people are trying to pass that say they don't have to treat me. Or even better yet, that the EMT, the the, the EMTs who arrive on scene don't have to treat me if they think, you know, my car or clothing choice is too homosexual. Or perhaps they can clearly tell that I am transgendered. And, uh, you know, they have a religious objection to my lifestyle. So they will, so as medical personnel, they can refuse to treat me. These are things that have been floated. I don't know if they've ever been put to a bill. I've heard suggestions they have. I haven't seen the bill. I haven't seen the wording. But I know these are things that have actively been suggested uh, by lawmakers. Um or if not, and if not by lawmakers, uh, by anti-trans talking heads on the TV. So, or anti-gay, sorry, anti-trans, anti-gay, it just kind of becomes a lump at this point for me, and I need to avoid that. Um, And so this is a lot of... uh, There are a lot of things that I am, you know, you, you've got, I don't like that idea that religious liberty um, trumps civil discrimination. Uh, mainly because uh, in, in these cases I'm arguing, I'm generally not arguing any sort of expression. I like the, I like shortening um, the, the First Amendment to freedom of expression, because in all cases that's that's the that is the key bar is it, you are being prevented you know preventing the expression of religion. Um, and in the in these cases, as a doctor, you are not being prevented from expressing your religion when you treat a gay man. 
Um, because we have the standard that you treat everyone. Um, uh, if you are a grocer, you know, you can't, if you, if you are a, uh, a Jewish grocer, you can't uh, refuse to sell people uh, pork, you know, and not to say that they've ever done, they've ever suggested that, but that's like the way we've, uh, when you try to make this argument, I say, well, if this is true, should this be able to happen? It's a logical device. Um, and so I tried to focus instead on what def- what's, you know, they, they made their own definition. It's about the wedding itself. And so I tried to determine myself where this mattered. And in this case, I determined that it's actually the... It's it's the creation of a cake celebrating the wedding. That they're right about that. That's actually, you know, but it's because it's a piece of art. It's not about their religion versus Fourteenth Amendment. It was about their First Amendment right to the freedom of expression and the creation of art in celebration of a gay wedding. We wouldn't uh, we wouldn't demand a painter. Uh, paint a, um, uh, you know, paint a, a memorial to the wedding. Some people are suggesting we should allow, for, we should force photographers to photograph gay weddings. I fully disagree for the same, for the same reason. Uh, please note that a, a professional photographer retains copyright of these photos. Um, uh, there is a lot of choice in how you photograph. Again, having a specific person photograph matters. If having someone, a a particular person photograph the wedding didn't matter, why are you so insistent that a specific photographer who uh, objects to your lifestyle photograph your wedding? Like, I could see him, you know, if you force him to do that, you're not going to get his best work. So, you know, look forward. We need, we're going to need to look for, you, you need to, it, it's about a freedom of expression in the creation of art. And I, I fully disagree that we should be able to compel the creation of art if the person creating that art does not want to create it. Um, they do not like the subject of the art. They shouldn't have to create art in that subject. Um, and that is how I was able to reconcile um, my, my that, that, that's what I, it took for me to re- reconcile, um, honestly, uh, my social liberalism and my First Amendment beliefs. I had, to, I had to work around it and come to a conclusion, come to a perspective where I could see what the issue was, uh, specifically, what was the, what was the act that they were trying to compel? And, uh, did that act have a first amendment concern associated with it? And I avoided the, the religious argument just because it didn't, you know, that gets a little sticky, but, in any in any situation, 
the religious expression argument comes in because of the expression, because of the art. Um, uh, so, uh, I hope that was informative. Uh, feel free to, uh, feel free to flame me, uh, deadspatula at gmail.com. Let me know what you think and keep talking.